They're saying he's old as shit. Like, remember back in the day, who was the dude for Florida State? When or you remember when Peter Warwick was on Florida State? They had like uh, they had a quarterback that was like twenty nine or like 30. really? Yeah, Wanky. How do you fuck? Was it Wanky? These names like Wanky because he was eligible. Like when when you're oh, playing, he's like red shirted or something. Or yeah, or you, like basically you've got four years of eligibility, right? It doesn't matter when those four years are. When you use it, right. When you so if you're, if you're still relevant at 28, be like, hey, you can bring in the 28-year-old. Yeah, you can go surf in Bali for like five years and just be like, hey, guess If what? you're like that, you know you're just a natural talent, you're like, fuck it. I'm going to enjoy it from 21 to 28. I'm going to go surf in Bali or whatever. I don't, I don't know how old Winky was. But and then was like, uh, I'll come back at 28 and just pick it up where I left off. So I heard them talking about Winky, or I heard them talking about Bo Nix, and he's like this old ass motherfucker. He's like 23, which, granted, he's like two years older than most kids on the field, but still, it's just like... You know what I always, I always had a tough time with? Is like uh, in any sport, like, I don't follow basketball, so like baseball, hockey, football, so like, I grew up watching them when I was a kid, right? So they were older than me, like idols, you know? Yeah. And then like... Next thing you know, we're like basically the same age, right? Still yeah. watching them. And I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. You respect, you respect it. You're like, yeah, you're still fucking nice. Right. But then like now, and I was looking at them as like, like grownups, like, like men. Not that I wasn't a man or didn't think of myself as like a man, but I was always like, oh, these guys are older, like dudes, you know? Yeah. And then like, uh, I turned like 30. Even, even, and then I'm like watching it, and I'm like these linemen, and I'm like, oh, these these dudes. Meantime, those guys are like 22 years old. I'm a fucking old man compared to them, and I'm still looking at them as like they're older than me. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So it took me like till I was like thir- probably 35, and maybe even sometimes fucking now. But now I'm I'm am like yo, these guys are so much younger than me. But it's like it was a very hard thing for me to like kind of grasp to be like. You see some of these linemen, they look like they're like 50-year-old fucking grown-ass men. It's just the guy of the fucking beard. And it's just so weird. They're 22 years old. The That whole perception of athletes <coughs> when you're like a spectator and you're watching them, yeah, it is, it is really weird when you start getting older than them and you're like, oh, shit, like right now, if I was a professional baseball player, I'd be probably retired. Or or on my or way maybe to like retirement. Kenny Powers, but I still got it. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like most people, most people that are thirty six, are fucking out. You're fucking out. There's no. I guarantee you, if you were to take a poll in like the NFL, there's oh, no thirty six year old. Yeah. There's running backs, no, linebackers, no. O line, D line, none of them. But like, if you, that's what I'm saying. You look at them, you're like. So, especially when you start, like, you and me are the same. So, like, we started watching watching sports at a young age. 
So we always looked at them as like adults, mm -hmm. grown men, right? So then when you when you surpass that, you're still watching, you're still like a kid at heart, you're like, I'm watching football. Meantime, it's like, this motherfucker's 10 years younger than me, yeah. you know? And you're so programmed to like think about it the other way. It, it's like, uh, I, I wonder what that fucking stat is. If you were to look at like longevity, like I always tell you, um, Ali Marpet, Lyman for the Bucks. Mm -hmm. He is friends with my youngest brother-in-law, Johnny. He's from Ardsley, we're from, uh, well, my wife's from Dobbs Ferry, one town over. And he, I don't know where he went to college, whatever, but he's enormous. He's like six something yeah. huge. You know, just, he's like a man child. He's so big. His feet are this fucking big. He's just so big. And he grew up watching Tom Brady and all these other guys. And these were his idols, you know? And then he went to college, was good enough to get drafted and got drafted to the Bucks. And he was the, I don't know if he was the center or some, some old lineman, whatever. But he the, fucking... The, the center for the Bucks was like, I think a red-headed dude. So he was either he's number back, 60, backup or he's probably a guard. No, he's not a backup. Okay, he, okay, he, then, then he was probably a guard. He was number 64, Ali Marpet. I think he was the fucking center, if not guard, whatever. But the point of the story is he grew up watching these guys, Tom Brady in particular, and then gets drafted to the Bucks, and this motherfucker, I think you're right, is the guard on Tom Brady's offensive yeah. line. He won a ring with him. So the, the freaking idol becomes your peer. Yeah. So, like, it, it was somebody that you, like, looked up to, like, this guy's a god, to the point now where you could just bust out your phone and be like, hey, Tom, what's up? And Tom would be like, hey, what's up, Allie? You know, it's like, it's insanity. But um, as far as longevity goes, so he, I think he was probably like 23, whatever, when he got on the Bucks. I think he did, like, Five seasons. He did his time. Yeah, like five seasons because he was just a big fat white lineman, mm -hmm. right? Won a ring, and box, he was dude. done. Oh, yeah. His first season, he was probably on like a really low salary, like probably league minimum. And then they were competitive, and he, I think he ended up. I think he ended up getting like a, a captain on his jersey, and probably negotiated his contract. And there he was like, "Yo, we won." Fucking Gronk was there. Tom Brady was yo, there. All these guys. Out of all the years to be a Buccaneer, like yo. The Bucks are a fucking garbage franchise for a majority of their franchise. In 2001, I mean, they used to have a nice defense that Tony Dungy built and shit, and then Gruden basically kind of took them to the next level, like reaped the benefits of But Tony they weren't Dungy. at the stardom of, like, Tom Brady, Gronk, Mike right, Evans. Right, but, dude, Tom Brady, Gronk, Mike Evans, and then you got, like, Shaq Barrett, you got all these fucking guys. It's just like, dude, they... What, what, what a time to be part of that team, man. Right. Did you see the kid from the Chiefs game? He's like a diehard Chiefs fan. Right. Half his face is black and red. Yeah, so he, he fucking... <clears throat> the little kid. Fucking little kid. Dressed up as like he had the whole... Um, headdress. Headdress. And like painted his face and all this. And like some probably liberal nutjob announcer. Fucking faggot. Was like, that's so bad. I can't believe this. This, that, whatever, whatever. And it's like... Yo, this little fucking kid is like rooting for his team. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right? So he, and, you know, it's his team. It's a, he fucking loves his team. So he puts on the headdress, paints a face, whatever. Some liberal faggot announcer was like, oh my God, I can't believe it. So there was like this TikToker meme that came out and it was like, showed the kid. They're like, oh, a 10 year old kid puts on a headdress and the liberal media crucifies him for it. How dare you? But 
a 40-year-old grown-ass man could dress throw like a, a wig on bitch. and be like, totally acceptable, and, I'm and, a woman. Yeah, and just be like, yo, I'm, I'm a woman. And, and and we have to believe it. Yeah, the hypocrisy, right? It's like the uh, Cleveland command... Uh, uh, what the fuck is the baseball team called now? Uh, Guardians. The Guardians. The Washington Commanders. Like, yo, are you fucking kidding me, bro? Okay, so what were the announcers saying about this kid? Were they acting all so, fucking bitched up about it? So, I don't know. I, I, didn't, I didn't see the whole thing. So I saw on Facebook they, uh, a lot of guys that, like, friends of mine, they were posting, like, this picture of this kid. I'm like, what the fuck is this kid? Whatever. And I look at it as, like, dude in a head, you know? I didn't think blackface <laughs> yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. So, like, oh, oh, cultural like, appropriation? Yeah. <laughs> that was my knee-jerk reaction. I see this little reaction. kid in, like, a, a headdress. I'm like, oh, why is everyone fucking posing this kid? Yeah, who gives a shit? And then one of my buddies, I clicked on the comments, and then I started deciphering the bomb and I'm like oh shit and then they're like oh the announcer this that whatever and then I actually saw a TikTok or a reel or something of somebody I follow that was kind of like and I copied I, I, I stole it from him I don't know his name to give him credit but it was like oh everybody's butthurt because the announcer was like oh he's got red and black face on with a headdress Indian and but yet you could have a fucking grown ass man say he's a woman and it's like totally okay and it's like, you know what? I obviously you know where I stand on that. But then it's like the whole Indian thing. Like, I understand that it was probably fucked up that we came here and just commandeered their land, whatever. Yeah. But you know what? I'll tell you this much. You got to hold it down, bro. I'll tell you this much. You got to hold that shit down. You talk to any fucking Indian, if that's the proper term or whatever, that has ties to like Mikasuki or the Seminole, or any of this, who's laughing now? Motherfuckers own all the hard rocks, all the fucking land, they get all the tax breaks, they get all the fucking shit. So, okay, yeah, it probably sucked for a little bit. You guys got beat up, maybe some guys got killed, whatever. Now look at you. They don't pay fucking taxes like we pay taxes. They, don't pay, they, they live on a whole other stratosphere. They own all the casinos, they have all the rights to everything. And everyone's like, oh, the Native Americans, Native Americans. Okay, I get it. I get it. I'm not a fucking racist scumbag. I get it. But it's like, enough, bro. It's fucked up, but like racehorses, like when you got a fucking stud that wins a triple crown, yeah, they're set for life because they're just breeding that bitch out. Remember Barbaro? They're just like letting him fucking, the rest of his days, he's fucking duck. He's a he's whore. Paid he's a hooker. He's yeah, a hooker. He's paid for Dude, that, that Barbaro, I think he broke his leg on the back, on the, on the, back uh, stretch of one of the races or whatever and normally when a horse my dad's a degenerate used to take me to the track when I was like five so I've seen horses get euthanized like right on the track so when a horse breaks its leg the horse is not smart enough to know I'm in a cast I won't I, move you can't walk on so they usually go they go back they take uh, old yeller that's too black just take them out back and just pop they t no right in front of you in front of everybody at the track they take these two black curtains they wheel them out they stretch the curtains out they block it they euthanize the horse right there, strap up his legs, drag him the fuck off the thing. Oh, when Barbaro broke his leg, this horse was so good, so smart, so everything. They were going to do that. And then the owners were like, yo, like, I want to stud him. Like, I don't want to do this. And he broke his leg and he sat there like this. With his broken leg up like this. Never bucked, never moved. It was just like this. Oh, my leg's broke. I ain't going to move. Just Normally like, other horses will go this yeah. and they'll break their hips and break everything. So... They took him back to the stable, 
he said they casted him. He sat there with fucking one leg up, and they 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 stunned him. How G would have that shit been if they if they made him like a little fucking like throne <laughs> where he could just lay back? They put his horse behind his head, just have his horse cock out <laughs> like a sleeve. I show you the sleeve, of, the sleeve of wizard. <laughs> They're like, no, no. We breed them like this. They bring them all in just reverse cowgirl. <laughs> We're horses? No, no. You're, you're a cow today. There's that whole thing with, um, what, what's his name from the Mongolians? Oh, uh, Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan, yeah. Or Genghis, you want to say. There's like, there's so many, I think it's probably in the millions of people that are related to him because he just fucking raped and pillaged the whole fucking world. At one point in time, like you can trace his lineage back to so many people, and there's there's got to be a couple dudes that were just fucking studs in the South back in the day that a lot of people could probably trace their lineage back to. It's fucked up. But but here here's my whole thing about the Native Americans is like yo, you're a conquered people. As fucked up as it sounds, it's like yo, if you look at an old map back in the day of the Native American territories. It's like, why do you think the Cherokee territory is this fucking big on a map? Because they conquered other smaller tri surrounding tribes. They fucking killed the men. They took the women as freaking right. slave, whatever. And it's just like... it's Right, like, so why is the Miccosukee tribe uh, less than... The, the Seminole tribe is, is run shit down here. Mm-hmm. So the Miccosukee tribe has like a gas station out in fucking Miccosukee. Well, off the I think I think Miccosukee is just a sect of the Seminoles. Right. So they were not as strong. So like no, no, no. I mean, I, I think they're Seminoles. I think uh, uh, I think it's uh, a like more a exact. It's or like something. a yeah. I think it's more more of an exact. But yeah, it's like it, it, like what you're saying and what I think you were saying is that it's like okay, we are this strong because we fucking conquered ran that shit right. And and, and guess which what? is fucked up too. That if you want to do that, then. Yo, there, there's a there's a park in downtown Fort Lauderdale that I went to, and it's right there off of Las Olas, and you go there, and it's got the whole fucking thing I know. written on the park. I know where it is, behind the barbershop where you see my hair cut. Yeah. It's like, there's a little and, park And, right and it says, like, oh, this is where the Jameses colonized, or, or they, they settled, and then the whole entire family got slaughtered by natives. Right. And it's like, they used to, back in the day, they used to tell uh, people that they could go west, like... To Oklahoma and yeah. like whatever you plotted land, like you could stake it as your own, you could keep it. But they didn't tell them the Comanches were there, and the Comanches were, were like the baddest fucking right. warriors, and they're fucking gonna wipe you all out. It's like, but dude, at the end of the day, every single border that you see on that map, somebody spilled blood for, yeah. somebody's died for, and and so everybody. That's why I get so. so what's like, the point of being the bitch that's the loser? That's complaining about like me, it's like, and they bitch, gave you shit, they bitch, gave. Yeah, it's it's like, <laughs> yo, I work. It's like with with the um, Israelis and the Palestinians right now. It's like the Israelis are warning them, like, yo, get the fuck out. Right now, granted, Hamas is like shooting them, and being like, yo, stay the fuck in here. Right. We need to use y'all as shields. But still, it's just like, where the fuck do they warn people and just be like, hey, we drop leaflets, say, hey, you got fucking twenty four hours. Get the fuck out of Dodge, because we're going to start right. leveling this shit. The bombing is coming tomorrow at noon. If you're here, obviously you didn't heed the warning. Right. right. And, and at the end of the day, it's like, do they have to do that? No. No, you guys have 250 you hostages. You shouldn't do that. And you guys were just raping and beheading they're, fucking They're people. only doing that as, as like, a, I feel like if you do to that. To look good for the public. Right. No, but also, no, because they don't want to kill, uh, like, babies and shit, you know? So it's like, like, I don't know, man. I don't know either. If I was Israeli, 
and I was over there. I, I mean, yo, know, the the youth of the day is the uh, what is it? The future terrorists or whatever. Like, so I kill them all, but it's, it's without, two back to the too. back to the Indian shit. The Israelis do fucked up shit too. Everybody does fucked yeah, up shit. Man. Back to the Indian oh, shit. I worked with this dude. So if you can prove that you um, like in any job, like right? a quarter Indian. If you can prove that you're like an iota of a fucking <laughs> uh, native, they they don't tax your check. Yeah. Right, yep. so like, I was in the union in New York, and fucking, so this dude that we worked with, uh, we were making like sixty dollars an hour, so twenty four hundred a week after taxes, three percent is like seventeen hundred roughly. So this dude fucking uh, did the ancestry or whatever, was able to determine that he had like uh, Cherokee or some shit in his fucking bloodline, and he. Uh, displayed it to like the subcontractor or the contractor we were working for he was like yo I'm a Native American or whatever yeah. and he was like I want I want my exempt I want what's you know what it is it's the law it's it's written in in the laws so like alright so we would get our checks be like 1700 but yo what's your check be like 2400 no fucking tax yeah. so it's like okay I get it man you probably lost Grandmas, grandpas, or, or whatever you people got it, it's uh, what is it, casualty of war, yep. but you're a survivor, and now I'm sorry that you went through that. Why the fuck should you get that and not me? Yeah, I'm over here struggling fucking too. Yeah, I didn't have fucking, I didn't have uh, all this, but you know what? My ancestors came through Ellis Island, and their last name wasn't even the last name that that we have. Yeah, they just came with like, oh, no, no, I, I can't, shit. I can't pronounce it. Oh, your last name is gonna be Smith from now on. Yeah, back and in the day, they weren't even literate. They're probably like, yeah. I don't know how to spell it. Bro, you go to Ellis Island. I went to Ellis Island to look for my uh, grandparents. The last, my mom's uh, last name Marbido. So we, we go there, and uh, it was it's misspelled. It was it was Mar, it was Marbido, but it was with more letters. Yeah, and I'm like. What's this? My mom's like, oh, they they shored the, you know, just to make it, whatever. I'm like, so, what, they just fucking, like, said to these people, no, your name's not Danny, I should call you Sean. You know, yeah, like, yo, you, what the fuck, bro? You're John. Yeah. yeah. I can't spell that fucking guinea name. I'm just going to put it to this. <laughs> I, I did I did Ancestry.com, and with Ancestry.com, I get these, like, kind of, I get these, like, kind of, they call them, like, hints or whatever at your, like, ancestors. And, and they'll tell you shit about your grandparents. And so I get to see, I've gotten to see my grandparents' uh, voting cards, census shit. Really? Oh, yeah, dude, it's sick. But guess what? My, gra- my, my meme, my grandma, her name is spelled different on every single one. Did you just say my meme? Yeah, my meme. Oh, we talked about this in the cast before. Yeah. So it's like my gam, gam. Her, her great game game was a whore. <laughs> but no her so her last name was like Tremen, right like German uh French and it's like on on some censuses it's spelled with like three n's on some census uh, it's spelled like with like yeah, four it's just, m's it's, it's just, it's just like, they want. yeah however how yeah. it was but it, it's kind of cool because it, it also tells you like do they speak English and you'll see like you'll see like your ancestors like the box for English is like nope they didn't fucking speak English <laughs> You know what's so crazy to me is like, uh, it's like everybody is like, uh, oh, these migrants now, and everyone's all like butthurt of like how tough it is, and these people are being like mistreated or whatever. 
And like, if you watch the movie Gangs in New York, and that's, I know that's a movie, but like. Bill the Butcher? Yeah. But yo, did you see when the Irish came over? Like, yo, they were meeting them at the docks, throwing rocks at them, fucking women, children, men. Every, they were, the natives were like throwing rocks at them, throwing anything at them, abusing them, abusing them. The Italians, <coughs> when Italians came over, when anybody came over and at, back at that time, the, you were looked at as like a total fucking piece of shit. Oh, yeah. You know? And it's like, was it wrong? Of course it was fucking wrong. But you know what? It was just as wrong back then as it is now. So why all of a sudden now are you like, oh, my God, what? You don't think that, like, my ancestors went through that? Of course. Like, I, I just don't agree with the fact that they're like, Oh, it, it it shouldn't be this way, or like, or the white people like apologizing this and that. Like, yo, we had we had ancestors that came over that got treated way fucking worse than this. Like, they weren't on the border and air conditioned with with food and sandwiches, and everything else. They were fucking schlepped around like cattle. But like, but like you're saying, food. It's like one of the things right now that I think a lot of people are attributing to society to is like we're too separated from that process of getting food and, and, and actually having to like harvest an animal and actually eat it. It's like, our life is so easy. So easy. That, that we fucking make bullshit up to be fucking difficult for us. Right. It's, it's like, yo, well, back so in the day. If you're not complaining, you're back not happy. Day, yeah, back in the day, did anybody fucking feel sorry for themselves? No. And, and if they did, nobody gave a shit. So like, when my grandparents stupid. came over here from Italy, right, they were used to like, in Italy, like having livestock, like chickens that... Uh, goats, uh, whatever, lambs, whatever. So, like, when they came here, they settled in North Tarrytown, which is now Sleepy Hollow, but they had, like, a they had a butcher shop there, but you could go and buy, like, live chickens, live this, live that, whatever. So, in their backyard, they had, my great-grandmother had fucking, uh, you know, chickens, uh, goats, sheep, had all this livestock fucking ranch and and when it was like uh it was small i mean the backyard was like half the size of this it had maybe a third of this and they had it all back there and their last name was marbido and fucking my great grandmother go out there you know with her fucking uh apron on and grab something and just God. <laughs> break its neck or oh, fucking yeah. slit its throat and like 100 she was shoving her thumb in the gullet and just ripping the head off yeah and like these other neighbors because the houses were closed these neighbors were going there and then they used to call and be like, yo, these Marbidos, they're like savages. Like, they're like killing animals back there. And they would come talk to my great-grandmother, and she, in Italian, she was like, you know, so confused. She's like, uh, I have to feed the, the family, and yeah. I have to make whatever. And, like, my grandfather and, like, his my great-uncles and all that would come home with, like, pigeons. Or, like, if they saw something get hit in the road, like, fresh roadkill, they'd take it. And, like, my grandmother, my great-grandmother would, like, feather or whatever throw it in the sauce like everything was in the sauce and that's how they ate you know and it was like to them that was just we're eating we're having meat like we're fucking you know we're living off the and everybody else is like oh my god and it's like like you said now you just go to the grocery store yeah you know and you're just, so far removed from like what it actually takes yeah to fucking provide that yep. food I, I saw a video the other day where it was just like is this why passport passport bros is a thing you know there's like that, that group of people that are trying to find foreign women because our American women have been right. poisoned with this feminist bullshit. Yo, it's so with funny these fucking lies. 
And so there's a video of this girl. She's like the South American girl. And like she's decent looking, bro. She's not fucking anything special. But she has the values of like a, a, a of like a, a like an older person. So I but said it's my wife. She's sitting there cleaning a fish. And the way she's cleaning a fish, it's so savage. And yeah. it's so fucking dope. But it's, she's just it's like, real bop, 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 bop. And she's like sitting there smiling and like talking. And she's like, has a nice disposition about herself. And she's just cleaning this fish. Like, so, and she's got like 10 fishes. Because she's, she's not doing nothing wrong. She's not doing nothing wrong. But she's also like, serving. she's like fucking doing an important role. So I, I and it's just like, mechanic. yo, this fucking girl is like, she's out here getting it. And it's like, yeah. I, said I couldn't imagine an American girl that I went to high school with or that I've fucking ever met handling a fucking cleaver or fillet knife with the ease and the swiftness and the quickness of this girl. I said to my mechanic the other day, I said, yo, I hope I die before my wife, you know? But I said, if my wife was to die before me, I said, I don't know what the fuck I would do. He said, yo, you have to get like a, you know, mail order bride. And what? Said, You're like, I'm gonna be slaying, huh? Yeah, and then I'm like, you know what? He's like, yo, you get one of those like uh, Filipinos or whatever. Those women still, and it sounds like Neanderthal, and I'm not a Neanderthal at all, but it's like, those women still want to like serve the man. Like, it's like, not their honor. It sounds so fucked up, but it's like, it's, it's not, like, you know, no. it's like, they're like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to cook for you. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. To and, them, like, that's being a woman. That. Yeah. And like, that's like, I'm like, oh shit, you know, you're right. Like, that's fucking, it's so, I, I feel like once we lost all of that, like, is where we lost like everything you know what i'm saying like, tie a loose end on what we were just talking about basically to the victor goes the spoils and if you lose you're in no position to fucking demand shit zero period zero it's like all, and, all all of our ancestors got fucking conquered and shit at some point in time by somebody and i almost feel like you know what that, that now that you just said that like i'm sure you know what though? It's it's. I should be able to say whatever the fuck I want, and people are gonna say, "Oh my god, what a fucking scummy!" But you know what? Indians, you lost. Why should you get the casino breaks, the tax breaks, everything? You're here in this country. That's it. I speak another person. Why don't I get a fucking tax break? I th I, th I think a lot of them don't complain. I think it's like it, it's it's some that are like far removed or. I think it's a lot of fucking dumb liberal white bitches yeah, but you complaining know what? on their part. No, but you know what? Yes, I agree with that too. But you know why they don't complain? There's nothing to complain about. <laughs> They've already... I don't know when that, when that started or like when somebody was like, oh, this is fucked up what we did. Let's like make it right for them or whatever. I have no idea. I know that I've been coming down here on vacation for... I'm 43. I've been coming down here for 43 years. My dad has smoked cigarettes for 43 years. And... Every vacation that I can remember, obviously not the one, two, three, four, but when I can remember, my dad always made a fucking point to drive out to the Indian reservation to get his fucking cigarettes, because when they were $2 in New York, they oh, were yeah. like 50 fucking cents down here, hey, they were or 25 cents, and we used to always go out to the Indian reservation. So, I don't know what Indian, what chief, what whoever I said. I my back here from the rest. Hey, too. yeah, me too. I don't know what fucking Indian said, hey... We're going to stick up for ourselves. Or I don't know if the government just gave it to them. I'm sure there was a little bit of a conversation. But for, like I said, 43 years, for as long as I can remember, those motherfuckers had the biggest tax break. The cigarettes were cheap. The cigarettes are only cheap. Cigarettes are like $4 a pack. When you go to New York, they're $20. 
because New York tax is fucking fifteen dollars on the cigarettes. When you go to other states and the cigarettes are higher, it, the the price of cigarettes is one price, whether it be two bucks. I, I'm just making it up. Two dollars a pack. Every state differs because of the tax of that state. So you come to Florida, you get that same two dollar pack of cigarettes for nine. You go to New York, you get that same two dollar pack of cigarettes for nineteen. Yeah. Right. So it's like I don't know who spoke up for the Indians, but I'm gonna tell you this. I don't fucking feel bad. I said I felt bad. I don't fucking feel bad. And in my opinion, they're reaping the fucking benefits. Oh, at, at the end of the day... I wish I was Cherokee. At the end of the day, Judeo-Christian, like the West, what we call the West, they're the only ones that fucking do that shit. They're the only ones that like fucking conquer somebody and are just like, here, just so that you feel better... We'll give you this. And this well, and no, that. the it's United States like, does that too. Like, well, like, no, United this, States is ju- based off of Judeo-Christian yeah. fucking values. And with this, uh, not this, um, uh, fuck, when was it? We were with the war when they were when I think Trump was in or, or Obama when they were like going after whoever. We're like the only country that would be like, we're gonna drop a bomb on you and kill like as many bad guys as we can, and anybody else is a casualty of war. But then after that bomb comes, keep your eyes out because we're going to also launch a thousand pallets of fucking food and water and first aid kits and everything else. It's like, say, wait, could so, you imagine Genghis Khan doing that shit? Yeah, no, dude, that's like I'm saying. Could you, you imagine Hitler doing that shit? You're going to fight with a guy, Phil right? Castro. You knock him out. And then if it's not like a regulated MMA fight, like if it's like an actual she fight, you beat somebody up and then you're like, I, then you pick them up and be like, hey, let me wipe the blood off. Are you okay? Like, you no, their mom. I fought you for a fucking reason. You, you have to apologize scumbag. to their family afterwards? Yeah. You did me wrong. I just beat the fuck out of you. Like, now, we're fucking bombing you because you're out of line. Yeah. I'm not going to fucking throw a $100,000 fucking bomb on you and then drop $300,000 in food, which is exactly what the fuck we did. So it's like... Unless we're getting kickbacks. Which is exactly Which is, what they're fucking doing. Yeah, but we never got kickbacks. Let's be honest. Like, the, oh, me and you, the normal people. No, no. Our country never got the kickbacks. Like, if anything, I feel like it looks good for the liberal media and the and the pussies of the world. But like, war, war is war, right? So like, I was, I think I tell the story. So my, I have a cousin. He's a little older than me. He was in the first Desert Storm. So he joined the Marines at like eighteen, right? Me. I love all our armed forces. I, my opinion of the Marines is that they are a, a, the baddest of the baddest, besides like Green Bay or whatever, but they are a badass operation. But I also believe that they're, they're a brainwashing operation, yeah. right? So like my, my cousin joined at 18, right? You've got to, you've got to convince a young person to go out and die so that rich fucking old fucks can line their pockets. Also, you have to convince you a young have to person. You have to convince a young person that they're fighting for such a cause that at eighteen they'd be willing to go after basic, which is six months or whatever. And like they 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 fucking did that to you. They zoolandered you, and you're fucking you're you're ready to kill the prime minister of Malaysia of Micronesia. Right? Micronesia. <laughs> so like you have to convince them that like when you're in the field, the battle. You're gonna go dive and on a grenade so your brothers don't get killed. Oh yeah, and, and you want to tell you something? You'll get a purple heart if you spill you're your. You're gonna blood. get a purple heart. If, you're gonna get if, fucking. If your you wife spill, might get it. If you spill your blood in foreign territory, in foreign lands, you automatically get a purple heart. 
All you gotta do is bleed. And let me tell you something, and I'm not, I'm not talking shit about it because the Marines are the first line of defense for our country. We need people. And I respect the ever living fuck out of the Marines. And I'm gonna tell you something right now to this podcast. Truth be told, I would never. I'm not man enough to go do that shit. Straight up, I'll try to flee the can or something. I, I don't have it in me like that. So if you're a Marine and you're listening, I appreciate you. But I'm, I'm just speaking truth now. So I feel like it's, it's a brainwash operation. You can't teach an 18-year-old that it's okay to go jump on a grenade to save his other 18-year-old friends. You can't. And they're 18. What do they know? You can't even buy alcohol. But you could go throw grenades and, and fire assault rifles, right? So back to my story. So my cousin went to the first um, desert storm under uh, General Schwarzkopf, right? And there was no rules of engagement. It was like platoon, like Vietnam, like... We're in your we're in your territory. You know what? As far as I'm concerned, if I see you, you're my fucking enemy. On sight. I'm lighting you up, bro. And and he killed killed a bunch of people. You know, he whatever. He wasn't like a savage. He he did what he had to do. But you said the new regime came in and they couldn't operate the same so, fucking way. So peep it. So I told you this story before? Yeah. So he got hurt. I, I don't know if he got shot or shrapnel or uh what are they called? IEDs, mm-hmm. I, whatever. So <coughs> he got removed. He pulled him out, and he was fucked up in the hospital. And the whole time, he's like, "When can I go back to my platoon? When can I go back to my brothers?" Like, like that's the that's what the Marines do, and I respect it. But it's like, damn, and like one of my kids, like, oh, "I'm gonna go to the army. I'm gonna go to the Marines." I'm, I, I gotta be honest with you. I'm gonna kind of be like, "Nah, you go to the Air Force or Navy," you know. So anyway, they're like, "When can I go back? When I go back?" So he healed and went back. I don't know how long it was. Say it was, for the sake of this, say it was uh, 10 months, right? Mm-hmm. So he gets back over to Iraq, and the rules of engagement had changed, right? So he was used to enemy, light them up. Lots they're of, dead. Yeah. Now the rules of engagement changed, and it was like, yo, you cannot fire until you're fired upon. And he was like, bro, yeah. like, I'm out here, and they're like, what do you mean? So he was on the uh, on a Humvee with a 50 cal on top, and uh, he was on a 50 cal. And you see somebody coming up, like looking suspect in all the rags and all the Arab shit. Could and you imagine being told that? So yo, you got to eat some fucking bullets first. So, Fuck you. So he said he was like, uh, "We have uh, suspicious activity, you know, in our bath. Uh, when can we fire?" And they're like, uh, "Basically, don't fire till you're fired upon." And he's like. Sir, I don't. This is what he told me, like over the thing. He's like, sir, uh, we're. I, I, he didn't say scared. I don't know the proper language, but he was like, basically, we're like, shitting a brick. Like, when can we fire? They're like, yo, he. Ha- they have to get closer, and and engage. And he's like, stand down. And and he's like, what the fuck? So, they the rules of engagement changed to that they could fire on you, right? Like, say I was the enemy. And you were in that that fucking Joseph's uh, three wheeler right there. If I fired on you and landed my shots in the sand like fifty or hundred feet away, that was still not enough for you to feel to like warrant you to return fire. that you were life threatening. Engage. So it was almost like you literally had to like take a round in your vehicle or like. So they would fire, and and my cousin was like, "Sir." They're, you know, they're firing. He's like, what's the proximity? He's like, uh, 100 feet out. He's like, stand down, stand down. And he was like, 
what the fuck, man? I got fucking six guys with me, my Marine brothers. Like, yo, what the fuck are we doing? And then he ended up, uh, they fired more rounds, and he ended up uh, lighting them up. Blew off the 50 cal. He was like, it looked like uh, pink paste. He just lit everything up, and he got just fucking court-martialed. And then when, no he, when he got court-martialed, they did the whole thing. And he was like, yo, I was in the first yeah, desert storm. Did. What would you do? Yeah. I, he's like, we have one second to, to, to figure this out. Uh, you know, I was in the first desert storm, blah, blah, And he ended up getting off, but he got uh, not dishonorable, but discharged. And then he ended up becoming a cop in, uh, in our town. And Dude, cops But, but still, you know, cop, like... cop too, he's like one of those cops where it's like uh, he he's programmed. He's a killer. He's yeah. programmed that way from the Marines. Like, so he'll be a cop on like a routine traffic stop. You get your wife and kids in the car, and he's like, don't fucking move. Put your, you know, he's like, uh, it's not his fault. He's fucked up from, yeah. from that, you know? Yeah, and that's what I'm trying to say. It's like you're taking 18-year-old kids, training them to be killers, and, and and subjecting them to, dude, you see those videos of like in like Israel? I I'm 43. I can't look at those videos. Now I watched all the videos. I can't see those dead people like that. And then now you take these 18 year old kids, desensitized, and they know that like they may have been the one that pulled the 50 cal trigger to explode this guy's head, and then you roll up and it's no head, right? That, that, that that's always like that's always like an interesting thing to me, especially with there no being no draft. It's like people that volunteer for war and then they they get like PTSD from it it's just like obviously shit goes down that they're not anticipating or it just like or it just affects you differently no the reason well everybody gets PTSD I feel like I feel like a lot of reasons why people volunteer for war is because uh, like stability propaganda stability no oh yeah yeah, it's like the young people it's like it's like the rural yeah, you know, dude, you, go in, you go in, if you're not at a wartime, maybe you're going to do, do two deployments of walking around another fucking country, you're going to get benefits for life, the whole nine. And then, like, my brother-in-law, for example, he's a major in the fucking army. He went to Penn State on the ROTC program for absolutely free when he was 18. Free, free Penn State degree, and now he's... Shit, I don't know how old he is. He's younger than me, but he's going to be... Full blown retired, twenty years to the United States military as a retired major, going to his mailbox collecting, I don't know, six seven grand a month with medical benefits for life, and he's gonna be like, I'm forty three. He's gonna be like, he's gonna be like my age when he's done, forty three, forty four. He could go start a business and do whatever. So like, that aspect of it is good. But he also, since he went to Penn State, has the degree and. He said, instead of four years, I'll give you seven years if you let me choose what I want to do. He's not infantry. He was, uh, he's communications. So he's been deployed probably five or six times and seen dead people and seen all their shit. But he's also been a little bit removed, like, you know, kind of like on the battle line. He's not like on the infantry. Well, I'm talking about the, uh, the, and it usually is like the, from the southern states, like Georgia, yeah, yeah, Carolinas. The rural shit. Like those dudes that at 18, they don't know any better. They don't They're com- not going to college. They don't compensate them with a college degree. They don't compensate them with fucking money. And, and they just kind of use them as like pawns in a, in a chess game. And those guys think that they're like hard body karate and cut out for it. Till you see your best friend's fucking head blown off. Yeah. That's a whole different fucking story, yeah. you know? So that's what it is. But yo, dude, like I said, like I would never do it. 
but I respect the fuck out of them doing it because they do it for us. What the biggest letdown, in my opinion, by our government, is that you have these 18-year-old fucking kids going and, and doing this for a, a, a very small paycheck, and then when they come back, they're basically like, yo, figure it out, get it together. Like we're not helping you. Like nobody gives a shit about yeah. them. The VA's garbage. Right. And then and then they also find out. They also get to our age, and they realize that they were just a pawn in a fucking bullshit game. Right. Where basically they were slaughtering families that were just like us. You but seen were born in a different place. And shit on yeah, man. It's they like, wouldn't feel that way though if if our government, um, forget, uh, if the government wasn't fucked up. If our government, uh, if it wasn't just a money grab. What the fuck is the word? Dude, I saw it say it said we've been a country for I think like two hundred forty years, or maybe it's like three hundred forty years. We've only not been in an active war for like sixteen of them. It's all money. It's, like it's money. And 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 like, dude, my my younger sister, she joined the military because she fucking dated a dude. She joined ROTC because he was the head of the ROTC at her fucking college, and then she got talked into joining the military by him as he was like a fucking recruiter, and told she called me and told me and my pops. My younger sister, that she's gonna join the army as a fucking helicopter pilot. And me and my dad were like, what the fuck? Why? That shit's fucking stupid. You know, and, and, and she only, did anyways. And she did tours in Afghanistan. You only feel that way because it's so close to home. It's your blood sister. No, we feel but that you know what? way you because need those people. We, we, we feel that way because we know it's all fucking bullshit. If they didn't do it, and I'm not saying your sister, or my brother in law for that matter. But yo, if if people didn't just do it like that, what would we we, we would well, have you, nothing? <laughs> you're right to where that did open up our eyes and make it real to where we're like, why is she going over there? Right. Where before that it was like I even contemplated For when I was younger. When I was younger, I was fucking fourteen years old when nine eleven happened. Everybody was running through the halls at my school saying, We're going to war, baby, we're joining. All the seniors my fucking freshman year, they all fucking went. There, I I was back home recently. They named a bridge after a kid I played baseball with in high school that fucking went over there and got fucking killed. But guess what? I guarantee you his parents wish he didn't fucking go. For a fucking man or a woman to fucking see something going on in the country and say, fuck this, I'm out, and go pick up volunteer to get involved in our, our, our armed forces, whatever, and, and represent, I give them all the fucking kudos in the whole entire fucking world. I respect the people <coughs> that do it for that reason, where it's like a selfless, I love my country, I'm going to serve my country. I, I never have a bone to pick with anybody that, that does it. It's just that all I'm saying is I'm at a point now where I see who benefits from the fucking oh, yeah, well, bullshit. Well, you're smarter now. I'm talking about 18 year olds. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah right. no, no, 100. But a, what, what I what started this off was me saying like, I don't understand. We didn't grow up in Vietnam like our parents did, right? Our our fucking parents they had to fucking get their birth date drawn and see if they were going or not. And my dad was lucky enough to be like 320th to where he didn't have to go, but his homies. That he grew up with, all fucking went. And all got was, either murked or was, got fucked up in the That head. was a different war. That they was the last. The <laughs> that was the last like real war. So what I'm saying is, now it's like, now it's like, 
we grew up in a time where people volunteered to go do that shit. And they took ASFAPs. They had the chance to be like, you know, I want to be communications, or I want to be a chef, or I want to be a, a, a medical, or I want to be infantry. And, and, and you want to know what? I'm, I, I played sports, so I played with, I grew up playing a lot of different sports with a lot of different badass motherfuckers that went over there and did infantry. All fucked. They're all fucked. Every single one of them. It's fucked, and it goes back to my point. And, and, and they, they were like, Battle. I, I, I want to go. Yeah. So it goes back to my point. So my point, two points to this. My point A is that if you didn't have people like that, our country, our country is fucked up right now, but if you didn't have people like that, our country would have folded years ago, right? And then my second point is that our country should know that you do have people like that, that like uh, Pat Tillman was in the uh, yeah, yeah, NFL. Yeah, NFL. And he said, fuck it, I'm going to and got killed. Let's go shoot some motherfuckers. And like, if you didn't have people like that, you wouldn't be strong. So like, when they do come home, you know, because they don't all come home, but when the ones that do come home, you should be fucking, there should be a program laid out for like uh, ex-military or like even present day military. Those motherfuckers should literally get the red carpet treatment, anything they fucking need. Their housing should be free. I feel like they're our country. They're, they fight for our country. Like every single sporting event where these guys are making 20 million a year or whatever, <clears throat> they have the air, the air jets, the fighter jets going over the stadium. Yeah. They have the American flag there. They have these soldiers here that they're paying homage to. That soldier made fucking thirty grand last year. You're making twenty to go play football. They should get way more than what the motherfuckers, the lazy motherfuckers on Section Eight, that aren't doing shit and just reaping the benefit. And you support? They, they deserve way more. There's a better program in place for Section Eight, Medicaid, Medicare, free this, free that, everything. There's a better program in place for uh, just low-class nobodies, right? And then the the old, like the VAs, the veterans that come out that literally fucking went and, and risked it for, for our fucking country. And, and you, you, you turn your back on them. It's yeah. bullshit, bro. Yeah. It's fucking complete fucking bullshit. It, it's, it's uh, if you were to, if you were to fucking... That, that, that's my biggest problem <clears throat> with it, is that the expectation is way off. It's like, hey, we're gonna send fucking Officer McDiggins to this high school, and he's gonna speak to all these kids, and he's gonna fucking talk, let's say, 1% of that fucking class. Like recruiting. Recruiting. So, right. Yeah, talk to men like, right. yo, you're gonna be the man. You watch NFL game, they're fucking rolling out the red carpet, they're saluting the veterans, they're flying shit over. You're gonna be the fucking man. And then guess what? They go. It's not what they expected. They get fucking basically tricked into the bullshit, thinking that they're being patriotic. Brainwashed. And, uh, brainwashed. I sent it to you. I don't, I don't know if you saw it. So, the uh, did you see the guy that got drafted number one in 2023 for the NHL? Uh, His name is something Bedard. Young kid. He's like 18 years old. He's from Vancouver. And he got drafted to the Blackhawks. So anyways, there was a couple weeks ago... They had, the NHL did some like mom week thing where they, they had the mom, the moms hang out and travel with the team. Right. Fucking a veteran on the Blackhawks, some dude, his last name's Perry. 
Fuck this kid's mother. Fuck the kid's mom. Come on. She's married. And it's his teammate? It's his teammate. Fuck the kid's mom. I mean, this is just the rumor, right? But he was he was put on waivers, and the team stated that he committed. Who was put on waivers? The guy that fucked the mother? <laughs> the guy that fucked the mom, the vet, that they basically brought to the team to be his mentor. He fucked the mom. And, and the mom looks like... Uh, Stifler's mom? Uh, you seen The Departed? Yeah. Remember the girl that uh, Leo and... Uh, yeah, uh, she's hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks like like that, like blonde, blue eyes. You know, older, older. Like Irish trash. Yo. And so basically, they fucking put the guy on waivers and stated that he basically did some foul shit and that it's like irredeemable and they can't keep him on the team. But yo. <laughs> I feel like you could definitely not keep him on the team. No, you can't keep him on the team. Like you could Did, never be yeah. like, yo, I'm your boy. I got your back. I respect you, whatever. Like, no. You have no morals. You fucked a teammate's mother. They're like, saying they're, they're saying this kid's like a generational player. They're, they're saying that this kid's like LeBron. Like this kid's like, like Gretzky. This kid's like uh, Gretzky. And and <laughs> somebody said some funny shit. They're like, hey, it happened to LeBron's mom. <laughs> and they're like, yo, if you know hockey culture, they're like, this poor kid is going to have to deal with this for the rest of his fucking career. Forever. He's going to get chirped. Nonstop, dude. About his mom, just on the ice. Everyone's gonna be fucking. Oh, oh, you fuck your fuck. mom. Uh, first of all, shame <laughs> on the mother. Yo, know, the like, mom's such a like. You're a so happy dude. that your son got on the team. Like you would have had a, such a nice life, and then you you couldn't fucking just go fuck your husband. Like you had to fuck. So the dad's the teammate, the dad's in British Columbia in the forestry industry. So I'm assuming he's like a fucking lumberjack. You know what right. I mean? He, this kid gets drafted to the WSPL, one of these minor league teams, when he's like 15. Oh, really? Yeah. So his mom, like, dude, this kid's in the NHL as a stud at 18. So he's like, he's been in, in the system since he, I think, in 15. So he's been like the farm program. He's been in the farm program since he was like 15. And so his mom moved with him while the dad stayed back with the sister. But somebody in the comment section, they brought up a good point. <laughs> they were like, <coughs> isn't this the plot in um, Rookie of the Year? Remember Rookie of the Year? I love Where, where Chet Stedman yeah, the, was the, fucking begging the, Henry Roeder's mom? Well, yeah, the first the first boyfriend was his agent. Agent. <laughs> and then Chet Stedman started fucking her, yeah. <laughs> or uh, a little big league. Rookie of the year, rookie of the year. I know, but Rowan Gardner. Remember, remember, <coughs> remember, little big league, where no. it was like the kid that was the coach of the Minnesota Twins, and then the star player on the team starts fucking his mom. I don't remember. The, you don't look at the Mighty Ducks. Oh yeah, he started fucking Charlie Conway's mother. Fuck. What was Emilio Estevez? <laughs> Emilio Estevez. He was a uh, uh, Gordon. Gordon Bombay. Gordon Bombay. Yep. Fucking out there slanging it, yo, Delonte West. Who's that? that shit? Delonte West is the one that fucked LeBron's mom. I don't, I don't follow basketball. I don't like basketball. I don't like. So back, so back in the day, on the I used to follow in the nineties, like the Knicks and shit. I don't when when LeBron was on the Cavs, he had this player on his team who was like, he looked like a mixed dude. Kind How of does LeBron's hair. mom look though? She's not good looking. Delonte West has like 
a scar on his lip that looked like who knows but Delonte West isn't the best looking fool either and he supposedly fucks LeBron's mom and they kind of like get him off the team Delonte West is now like always in the news every couple weeks because people see him on the court he's homeless he he got arrested fucking butt naked on a Harley with fucking guns and ammo wrapped around him like fucking B.A. Baracus, like Mr. T, like Rambo shit. Really? Butt naked, cruising down the highway, strapped up to the gills. See, that's and another he's thing. like, he's fucking, he's nuts. That's another thing I was going to say, too, like how you were saying about the military. Like, I feel like if you were ex-military, like the government should never leave you behind. Like, you should always be taken care of. I feel like if you were an NFL, NBA, like any of these pro players and like your time is just gone no matter what you did no matter what like the the nba should not allow that guy to be homeless like what does it take you can put him in a fucking one bedroom condo down here in florida for 150k but you know this some people you can't fucking help right that's true some some people are just gonna walk out of that shit or burn that shit to the fucking right yeah they have, they have he's, their wires he's, he's just like, nuts the poor guy but Back in the day, it's like, did you have, did you have any friends with like, just smoking hot moms? I always felt bad for those kids. My mom was always like, my mom was always good looking, but my mom was never like a smoke show. So there's guys that are a little older than me. Like my mom used to go. My mom was, I, my mom was an attractive lady. I, I I feel like she like still not like not like Sniffler's mom, but like there was a one kid I played hockey with, and his mom's name was. And she's had the short hair, and she was dope. Like, not like porn star, but like very fucking pretty lady. And we used to abuse the, the fuck out fuck of it. Oh yeah. I feel like my wife is like hot as fuck, and I, I I feel like in ten years, like when not even ten, like when our kids are like fourteen to like eighteen, my kids will get their balls broken. Like I'd fuck your mother. Yeah. You know, which. They don't understand it. I love it, but it's like they don't. I although I don't, aside from my best friend Manny, he's like my brother. I used to always say I wanted to fuck his mom. Did you mean it? I mean, I I would have fucked her. But like, <laughs> <clears throat> Damn. Yo, when I was in high school, I had a I had to do a project, and my boy, his name is Greg. Um, probably cool dude he was awesome man he was like probably the best skater in our school and he was like from Hungary he was like Hungarian so anyways I, I go over to his house for a project and this was my guy so I go over to his house for the project I walk we're working out in the garage we're like building something I can't remember what class it was for we're going inside for some water and I'm sitting there in his kitchen I look in the living room and there's a fucking portrait painted above the fireplace naked topless woman no way. Dying piece. His mom. Amazing. And I was just like, I was just like, yo, gee, who's that? And like, he's European, right? So he didn't give a fuck. He's like, without batting an eye, he's like, oh, that's that's my mom. And I was just like, Bush, real? Bush too or no? No, up like belly button up, but topless. How like, are the tits? Amazing. And I was just like, like perfect. And, and her, everything was perfect. I was like, no fucking way. And I was just like, no fucking way. You're thinking back, you're he like, goes, I don't he goes, my mom. He goes, like this. he goes, he goes, you want to see something dope? I was like, yeah. We walked back into his house. He lived in like a nice ass neighborhood. And so 
uh, we go down this hallway and there's this room, big ass room. And there's a giant mural, like a, basically a giant canvas the size of a fucking wall of a room, of a landscape scene being painted. And he said, you see that? I was like, yeah. He's like, my dad's a painter. He gets commissioned to do one painting a year for a million dollars. Every year he makes a million dollars just doing one painting. And I was like, yo, that shit's so fucking dope. And he was like, and my mom just makes the frame for it. That's all she has to do. 